system for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. So, yeah, it's like hot in Arizona now. It's hot everywhere right I know, now. but <laughs> this is like when Arizona gets hot, hot. I was just outside doing some uh, pool maintenance. Even though we have pool people, right? I'm, I still do my own maintenance because it makes me feel like... It's his hobby. Like I'm a man. I feel like I'm very much like like my dad in that way because my dad has super blue collar roots. And and then he went on to become a doctor. Yeah. Which, which by the way, was at the, the you know urging of his parents. Like They didn't want him... To work to, a blue-collar job. To work on the railroad. That's, that, that's what my grandfather did. So my dad then became a doctor who owned this farm, but not a working farm, but a farm that needed work. Well, yeah. I mean, any farm needs some sort of work. You know. But it's not like you're farming the land no, for money. No. But then he would... So I remember these... It's what mem- they call a hobby farm. Yeah. Yeah. These memories growing up, going out there in the summer where my dad would work his normal, you know, nine to five schedule, get home around... I actually got home at like 4.45. So he must have like last client like four thirty. So he'd get home and he'd immediately change out his nice doctor clothes and he would change into like these boots and jeans and he'd go out there and feed horses and chickens and mow lawn and so stuff. So this is basically your version. So of the, a hobby and, and, and like everyone said that they felt like my dad did it just to kind of prove like that he didn't totally sell out. Well, he he has it in his blood too. Obviously, I mean you know. And I feel like now I just got like done with my last client. Here I am working on a laptop. I don't even go in anywhere, but I get done. And he goes out and messes with the pool. I immediately go outside and I've created uh, work for myself. Good for you. And we pay someone to do this work, but I'm just going to fucking do additional work. It's good times, man. Very hot outside. Very hot everywhere right now. It is hot. What is today's uh, high in Oro Valley? 109 degrees. I mean, it's not. I, I'm it's also this. We're, we're we just started monsoon season, so it hasn't rained yet. No, but there's clouds in the sky, which is rare. That here. is, yeah, it is very weird. To see so clouds. it's not like direct sunlight, but yeah, it's 109 today. It's actually it's without the direct beating sunlight. It's not that bad. Which you know makes us kind of sound like typical Arizona kind of douches, where we're like, it's it's not that bad. No, but like, you and know, I'm not trying to be douchey. I'm I I can't as a lifelong Midwesterner, I can't describe to you how cliche and true it is that there's no humidity here and it makes a huge difference, huge difference. So you just kind of adhere to a few rules, right? You're gonna do work outside. You do it early. Drink a lot of water. Yeah, you have to. Stay indoors. You have to go out, stay in the shade. Even if you're indoors, drink a lot of water. That's it. You get dehydrated very quick here. And then guess what? In 90 days, eh, it's back to like 85. Yeah, it's the most beautiful weather in the world. Now, I feel not as bad for folks here, which, um, you know, we're starting to get that press. Not so much us here in southern Arizona, but Phoenix, right, for the hot city. Well, yeah. How do we survive in the hot city? Hottest... City on the planet is in Pakistan, and its name is? I'm going to mispronounce it. Ah. Jacobabad. We tried. Within the last month became the, the hottest city on earth. 
what makes it the hottest city on earth. How hot is it? It's like a Johnny Carson bit. 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus. That's your average, right? So yeah. that that is like your av- that's your base. I was reading all about it and uh it's basically at the point now where it has become uninhabitable for people, right? Like they said that our bodies physically cannot keep up with the demand of an average temperature of 122. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and here's the thing. There's like 30,000. I believe it was 30,000. I hope I didn't miss see it for 300,000. What what number? People. Oh, people, population. Is, well, I'm, we're not talking about a fucking spot in a desert that like a scientist crew has uh, a, a little station set up at. Where Ooh, the, it's big. Yeah, how many people? Um, Almost 200,000. <laughs> That's big enough, man. Right. So that's what I'm saying. This isn't like, you know, where when they say in Antarctica, it hit a record yeah. low of negative uh, 100. Because nobody lives there, so it doesn't matter. No one fucking cares. This is like where people fucking live. You know what I'm enjoying this week are all the social media posts, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. It's like a big pissing match to see where it's hotter. Mm. And it just seems to be miserable everywhere right now. <laughs> like, see, it, there's, and again, there's different kinds of heat. It's, it's humid in the Midwest, which makes it really gross, really gross. Swampy. But it's 109 here, so that's a different kind of gross. But it's just hot everywhere. The cool part about that is um, that different folks are really, you know, they, they handle different weather different ways. Yeah. And you see a heat wave hit Seattle. And they're not fucking built for it. And these people lose their minds. It's the same way how when those winter storms that would normally make a, uh, a Texan shiver in their boots, someone in Green Bay, Wisconsin is like, oh, well, no problem. It's a Tuesday. This is a fucking Tuesday in February. I gotcha. So when this happens and you see kind of these uh, weather flux fluxes, I think, Certain towns are just getting weather that they're not built for right now, and that's where you're seeing kind of the, ah. We have got to really, guys, we have got to hunker down on the climate change thing. Like, I mean. I'm doing my part. What I'm the done. hell has to happen for people to say maybe we should do something? This. I'm, no, this. <laughs> dude. Just what's going on. The second you say climate change, every, you know, all these flat earthers think it's hilarious because they don't believe it. And I'm like, the whole po- the planet is boiling right now, and you really think there's no problem. You think there's nothing wrong and that we shouldn't do anything about it. Now, Honestly. Now, of course, you're going to say, hold on, you two, you fucking moved to a goddamn desert. What Absolutely. Are you, what are you talking about? You know, for us, because this is a uh, inhabitable climate, right? Because we have three months of this. We really do. You have three months, and um, then you really have nine months of... Really perfect mwah, weather, yeah. Right? Like we said, it's a trade-off. Like, if you live in Boston, you're going to have a brutal fucking winter. Yeah. There's no other way around it. The rest of the year is filled with fun and uh, patriots and all that fun stuff. But for those three months Boston, in the... That is the weirdest comparison I feel like you could possibly come up What do they do in Boston? Boston? They, they drink beer and they watch Patriots and... Um, <laughs> but they, they do fucking, that in the winter. They do that in the winter. That is true. But but then the you're, rest of you're, the year... Boston's a bad example. Okay. <laughs> really bad example. But, you know... Anyways. You know, wherever you are, we, 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 we hope you're doing well. Even if you're in uh, Pakistan, you know, which why are you wasting the energy on the podcast... Use that energy to uh, for a fan. 
which I did read in that article about that place in Pakistan. They say families, they're saving up to buy like one or two yeah. solar panels, and they're using the solar panels to uh, like cool down the house with a fan or something. God, it makes um, even more sense over there to have solar panels. Oh, yeah. So That's yeah. the next market. We just need to get them jobs. That's the problem. They're all poor people, right? Well, it's like, yeah, like 200,000 poor panels. people. Elon Musk isn't showing up no. with solar panels in the middle of Pakistan. Elon Musk is getting ready to leave the fucking planet. That's that's how much that's how much faith Elon has in things. He's leaving. What do you do? I'm going to fuck out of here. We should take notice. He's not wrong. Listen, listen. When all the rich, I don't really care for the guy, but he's not wrong. <laughs> when all the rich guys start fucking ex- going to space, experimenting with, with going their to own space, money. And and like now all of a sudden they're like, can we build a place on Mars? I'm like, oh fuck, they got their escape pod going. What did I? It's read? like a James Bond movie, man. They're starting over somewhere else. Yesterday, <laughs> apparently, and I didn't read the story, so I won't yes. like pr- pretend I know. It's not gospel. Yes. No, but the headline was um, litter found on Mars. There you go. The rover like took there a picture, and they think Someone there's actual. T- somebody's already fucking up Mars. <laughs> Bez- <laughs> Bezos already went up there and like like forgot a. He dropped Amazon- a candy wrapper yeah. out the window or something. <laughs> I was here trying to scout the next Amazon Prime drop location. <laughs> Fucking Mars. That is my nutter butter wrapper. I am so sorry. <laughs> there is, isn't there? Some kind of cool. There is. I'm, I'm sure it is. Someone's going to yell it now out in their car wherever you're listening. Um, a website where you can basically monitor. Not only all the active satellites that are in the uh, space, in our orbit, but the space trash. Because basically, a lot of this shit, just once it ends its service, is like space trash. We just let it hang out up there. And I swear to Christ, there's a website out there where you can monitor it. And it's like one of those existential crises moments when you look at it like, holy shit. We've already fucked up space, Listen, I can't do it, man. I'm anxious just thinking about... We have to change the subject because I'm going to have a panic attack thinking about the planet overheating. I can't even go near space trash right now. The fucking James Bond movie, man. I drive a Prius and I have solar panels. God damn it. You're trying. Okay. We'll talk happy stuff. Hey, Disneyland. It's the happiest place on Earth, right? I don't know if I want to talk about Disneyland. That'll make me anxious. (laughs) Disneyland's coming up here. Uh, We're going in about three weeks. Of course, my wife is extra, but I feel like with the advent of social media, this new extra thing has taken on a new uh, meaning. I sort of remember growing up when you went to Disney, uh, maybe the most kind of uniformy thing you did, everyone got the ears right, and you had the picture of mom, dad, and cousins, and everyone had the ears and shit. When we were kids, they used to wear like the same color t-shirt. Like Everybody would just wear a red t-shirt. Yeah, and it really has become a fucking thing now where people like you know really go all out with their outfits when you go to Disney. For some reason, again, it's why Disney special. It's just Disney. This doesn't happen in other places. So AJ is awesome and, of course, has been uh, basically gathering outfits for us and hats. Not matching outfits. No, 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 just no. Just what, no, whatever everybody wants yes, to wear, very, we're planning ahead. Like, she's just been, like, very on the sly asking things like, hey, so, like, like, would you wear, like, a Star Wars Hawaiian shirt? Which she does have now. And then, of course, I was like, yeah, that sounds kind of dope. <laughs> okay, great. And then, of course, she'll, like, scam our son, kind of like, so, like, if you were going to have a new Star Wars t-shirt, like, who would you want? I mean, are you thinking, like, Kylo Ren or, oh, no, you want Darth, oh, a Darth Vader one? Okay, great. So, basically, she is putting together our outfits for our Disneyland trip, which is going to include one day of, of course, the Star Wars activities, the other one, 
uh, the traditional Disneyland Magic Kingdom activities. My wife is that extra that she's now constructing her own clothes, which, you know, we've we've been bordering on her doing this. Oh, this this. has been coming for a long time. And don't get me wrong, it's in her blood. Like, her sister goes out... crafty, I love crafting. Her sister goes out junking, like on the south side of Milwaukee, and brings home, like, old beat-up chairs and spends nine months and probably, you know, $72 and change reupholstering them. And then it's like a new fancy, cute little kitschy chair. That's what chair I did when we had. moved to Arizona. Almost all of our furniture is used. I just judged it up so it matches each other. So here I am all day uh, seeing clients in my little home office, trying to trying to spread a little love and light in the world. And I come out after about a six-hour day, and I see AJ there proudly um, hunched over some sort of machine doing something. It looked like she had an... Uh, exacto knife well that's pretty much what it which, is. which listen whenever anything sharp and my wife is involved in the same sentence you don't understand i'm not saying this to break balls you're gonna say you guys are a funny entertainment couple and pat's going over the top just to make hyperbole i swear to christ the woman cuts herself yeah oh my i, I mean chopping garlic yeah. like anything she's at the point now where i love you and this is why we work as a couple yeah where when she has to cut shit like for home chef she goes Pat, can you cut the carrots? And I come up and I cut the carrots because there's been too many times. She I goes, shit you not. Ah! I have no feeling in the tip of my thumb yeah. from the one time I legit. Oh. I mean, I could have had yeah. stitches, but I didn't go in. So, so I don't know. That's why okay. I love this thing. Jesus, color me a little concerned when I walk out of yeah, my office and my wife is hunched over some kind of, I don't know, machine with an exacto knife proudly displaying a shirt she's now made, which is basically a Walt Disney shirt, but it is incorporating, uh, well... Walter White Walter from Breaking White Bad. From the Breaking Bad. You've probably seen it somewhere, right? It's an yeah. Instagram. It's a meme. You've seen it. You acquired it legally, I hope, of yes. course. Yes. You paid some creator a few dollars yeah, for it. I absolutely did. And what, what happened? Explain so, yourself. What is happening? Are we making our own clothes? It's a cricket. Are the days that hard? <laughs> it's a cricket cricket air explorer 2 very happy with All it right. you've got a first for someone as like i God, mean we talked about this i think at our last radio station that's how long know, i've been sitting on this. i know but it's just someone like me i have such negative knowledge it's not baseline any like i have negative knowledge spell it for me c-r-i-c-u-t okay see that's the thing i i Oh, I thought it was cry cut. For, yeah, see, for thank you. Years. I don't read it as cricket. So when no. everyone started saying cricket, I'm like, are we talking about the sport? Is there a new Jiminy? What exactly <laughs> is the context of what we're talking about? And it was this machine. What is it? What would you classify? This is not a sewing machine. No. What is a cricket? So a cricket um, basically cuts different materials into really cool designs by connecting to your computer. Okay. And then you can put those designs on whatever. You can put them on cups. You can put them on mugs. You can put them on shirts. Well, vinyl is one of the options, but there's like, there's a million options. I just haven't touched the rest of them yet. So So this sounds like to me, kind of a much more updated and user-friendly version. Uh, We all knew this person in the, the, the 2000s. They call that the aughts now. Is that what we're fucking calling it? I have no idea. I've never heard what that. What are the aughts? We all had that person, late 90s, early 2000s, who had some kind of like vinyl cutter, and it was a big 
contraption of a printer and it was hooked up and and they had these special graphics programs and it was like they had to be half it wizard in a time when it was there was no youtube for you to go uh double check your work this seems like a very user-friendly version of like it is yeah plug and play yeah no it really is how do you get these designs so um you have to now i've learned i've had to learn what an svg is it's just another image uh, like file. a like a .jpg or, yeah, J- or .png. .png. This was an, and one is an SVG, which okay. I guess is very friendly towards crickets. Uh, so that's the file format. So yeah, you basically, I mean, whatever you want to do, and and you can design there the program. You d- you download it for your computer, and you can design stuff in there by hand. I mean, they've got tons of clip no art shit. fonts and stuff. So, so I, mean, like, I could take my own shit. Like if I want to take a picture of me. I could I I could do a picture of me. Well, now here's the thing: is that that might be kind of hard because it doesn't color like print. Okay. So okay, if, so yeah. it doesn't print; it cuts. It cuts. That's why it's yes, it's not a the printer. cut. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, okay. but, and, but you can, I mean, you can do that stuff other ways. That's I got a, you. All but, right. Yeah. So so it's not like a um, what was I. I kind of think it was like the, uh, one of the, the heat we, press. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. Like all of a sudden everyone uh, became the guy that could do that. And well, the it, thing with the heat press is you have to have something to heat press onto the shirt. Like yeah. that's just the, the okay. heat press is like the last point. A cricket right. does make their own heat press. Actually. So you hook up this thing. I assume a little cord right to your, uh, yep. right to your laptop there. You have the program. You measure it out on, and, and you can pick whatever, like for your template. Yeah. What are you putting this on? Is it is it a sticker for a notebook? Is it for a coffee mug? Is it for uh, a women's shirt, a men's shirt? And then it gives you the template so you can see what it'll look like. Okay. And then you say, okay. And does it just print the design or cut the design or does it cut it onto the shirt it or cuts, the item? It cuts it onto the vinyl. It cuts it onto. On, yeah, you okay. put it You put it on the grip. Gotcha. The, I forgot what they're called. I think it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you feed in some, some you, kind of material. You yes. feed in the iron-on vinyl, which has the clear sheet and then the vinyl. Okay. And it cuts the vinyl. You have to make sure you mirror image it, of course. Otherwise, it'll be backwards on your shirt. Gotcha. Um, but see it, that shit right there. Like how many people? I I bet you first time. Oh, a hundred, hundred percent. Um. So then it does that, and you basically peel it away, and you you have to weed it a little bit, which is basically it pull out all the little pieces of vinyl, like the inside of a, of a letter O or A. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have to pull those out, and then you can iron it on. The shirt. Okay. And it comes out amazing. So. I'm very excited about it. Oh, I, I can tell. I, I had a hard time the first day I was doing it wrong, and I couldn't figure out why. And it was a really rookie, stupid mistake, and now I'm great at it. <laughs> of course you are. This is going to go one of two ways in our house. Really cool or way overdo it. No. Maybe I'm a little not- bit of both. No, for the Disney trip, it's easy. I just like I, I'm. I mean, I've, I've already offered to like do shirts for like our dance school if if people want already them. Already pimping I'm like, yourself out. Well, I'm going to charge them, man. Right. This vinyl's not cheap. I love, by the way, how I don't know if I sound incredibly old or incredibly young or incredibly dumb or maybe a combo of all in like my lack of knowledge over this. Is it because I'm a guy? Yeah, it's because you're a guy. All right, maybe absolutely. Like I, I hate to cut things into big, broad brushes. Like, is this a guy thing, a girl thing, a black thing, a white thing? This is a, but is this just a female thing? There's not a lot of dudes out there doing this. I don't know if there's a lot of dudes, but I don't think so. I think it's very much a female thing, okay. unfortunately. Or fashion designers. Or um, it, it's know. definitely comes down to like the whole like you, how much you hate that there's words on everything now. 
like the live, laugh, love shit. Gotcha. That this is perfect for bitches who oh, do that fuck stuff. Yeah. You could put live, laugh, love on everything you own. Everything. So you're telling me, see now Which I'm Which makes me want to vomit, right. but do what you want to do. But I'm gonna start thinking like hippie wise. Like you could like print me out the Grateful Dead logo. Yeah. Which is the steel of your face. It's like a skull with a little thing. I know what it is. Yeah. You could print that out and I could put it like on my speaker for yeah, my can, my DJ equipment right there. Yeah, I can make you a big decal. And you and with like the vinyl yeah. and stuff, you can use different colors. Yeah, I'm gonna There's have just a to, way to do it. I'm gonna have to show you. It's I found it. It's here. We moved it again. I love it. I have my old uh record crate from when I used to be a nightclub DJ, right? I was that guy. Before the laptops when we had to carry records and shit, right? But I have this flight case that I used because, you know, I flew for so many gigs. Like, <laughs> I was being flown all all around from block to block. It looks pretty bitching, though. You, you look very important. <laughs> you look like, all right, fuck, this guy's been some places. But on there, I'll have you look at it. There's like a, a, a printout, and it says like DJ Pat Clark or something. And I remember my buddy, who was the guy who had the big printer with the vinyl, and he was like yeah. the, the tech nerd in like 2002 that was way ahead of everyone else. He printed it up and like put it on my. So I'm going to show you, and you tell me if that's kind of not kind of like the same thing that you're doing now. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. No problem. Just what a, what just you a, need? If I just what see, you need. I love the way you said, "Are we going to overdo it?" I feel like you're just you're going to start asking me for like random ass stickers. Well, I and am stuff. because now I'm like, oh, like a little yellow submarine cut yeah. out. Where can I put that? That's, that's easy. It's cool shit. No All right. So so what's the uh, shirt you uh, you have made there? So um. Well, I can't tell you one of the shirts because it's your Father's Day present. Oh. So See, I saw that you cranked out a few. I was wondering if yeah. the uh, the uh, Walter White one was your first well, at bat. Well, it was my first at bat, um, but because I wanted to make sure, like I wanted to do it right. Mm-hmm. If I was going to fuck it up, it wasn't going to be on your shirt. Um, I bought two of each shirt just in case yeah. so I can have the mess up. But honestly, my first time with the Walter White Disney shirt came out perfect. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's actually incredibly easy. Okay, and then you did one for me. I did, and yeah. now our son wants, our he son wants, wants one for each day. What, uh, really? Yeah, but he hasn't, he's not like super being like creative about it, and okay. I don't know how to explain, like, he's like, how about Donald Duck? And I'm like, you got a can, great idea, give me Donald I'm Duck I'm like, shirt. no, we can, you know, better, funny, awesome, like, we can do something yeah. with that. Or, or we can just get you a Donald Duck. God, isn't Donald Duck a great character? Isn't he just I've never a, really cared for Donald Duck. I love him because he's a doofus, and like, I always felt like a doofus as a little kid so i felt if there was a way do i know how my catholic education made me feel like donald duck like a fucking doofus that's how i felt so i, I did i did download an svg for my star wars shirt i changed my mind there's a great svg online it's basically like the mickey head and ears yeah except inside it is all star wars stuff cool and that's what i was going to do originally but then I found one with Grogu in like the Starbucks logo, and nice. that's that's happening. So that's that's the happening. That's gonna be cool shit. It's yeah. it's just fun, you know. Nice. I'm we, we're not we're not the kind of people that go to Disney every year. This is like this is pro- maybe the first of I would say maybe two times. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll, they'll be there will a be few more. Time. Like again, we're in a border state now, yeah, right? So we we're drive we're to close it. enough to where we can drive. I have a a close relative who lives. Relatively close and is like, come, please stay we have in my a high, place. We have hybrid cars. So right. Like there's sense. a lot of factors playing in our in our way now to where we could definitely go. It's not, it's less of a once in a lifetime, but definitely not a regular occurrence Oh, no. And occurrence if, if this was going to be a regular occurrence, no, 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 I wouldn't no. give a shit what yeah, you wear. But yeah. like, this is it. Let's go big or go Jesus, home. <laughs> huh? See, and you thought talking about all this would give you more anxiety. And look at that goddamn smile on your face. LA Crafting. <laughs>
what you think. I'm sweating. <laughs> Dylan, come sit here. I'm just, you guys talk. Okay, so what are you going to do? I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> sit over here, kumbaya style, crisscross applesauce. Like the fucking Death Star thing. It looks like a Star Wars like drone or or spaceship or something. Looks like an off-brand Death Star. There you go. It's a generic <laughs> Death Star. It's the Death Star if you get it on Wish. Yeah, the Death Star <laughs> off Wish. <laughs> the Death Star if you bought it off Alibaba. <laughs> okay, Dylan, what are we talking about? Me I'm volunteering at the Children's Museum. Folks like hearing from our son. This is our fifteen-year-old. Uh, 15 now, boy. Dylan, and this is Dylan Tries Volunteering. That's right. We've done a lot of Dylan Tries. Yeah. <laughs> what was the first Dylan Tries we did? Do you remember? I believe it was Fish Sticks. You did do Fish Sticks. That's right. Dylan Tries Fish Sticks. That's when we were trying new foods. Yeah. You didn't like those. Uh, I didn't care for them. But we did try. We uh, what? You tried Dylan Tries Ribs. You did like ribs. Yeah, I did. So this is Dylan Tries Volunteering. Why are you volunteering? Well, first off, tell everyone, where are you volunteering at? I am volunteering at the Children's Museum of Oro Valley. All right. So the Children's Museum of Oro Valley is kind of a satellite um, location for the Children's Museum of Tucson, which is uh, kind of a, a bigger complex. Yeah, that's in the downtown area. Yeah, but this one is really close to our house, right? It's like super close. Yeah, it's just like five minutes away. Yeah. So you are volunteering now, uh, and we would love to hear what you think about that because this is your first volunteering. Well, you've done some volunteering before, right? What have you done before? Um, like giving pizzas to the poor. Yeah, yes, giving pizzas to your uh, to the poor. That was actually what was the name of the program? Tell us, AJ. Yell it out. Uh, it was Food Bank of Eastern Michigan. There was a cutesy name for it, I know, man. I well, it was with the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan, but yeah, you said you wanted to kind of help get involved and see what you can't do, and the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan had hooked up with uh, Little Caesars, and for anyone who's outside of the Michigan area, Little Caesars is a, is a Michigan born and bred company. The lineage is strong. The community ties are there, and basically all the Little Caesars were saying, at the end of the day, we have this many uh, pizzas left over, so we are now going to give them to you, and you you can distribute them to your charitable organizations. So you guys would go around uh, to various, uh, they were uh, home, homeless shelters, right? Yeah. And and you guys would bring them pizza. Yeah. And you did that all around, um, well, where'd you do it at? Um, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. What town? Uh, Flint. Yeah, there you go. So you, you were doing that in Flint, Michigan. What did you think of that experience? What did you think of delivering pizzas to those folks? It actually felt pretty good. Okay. Why? Do, any reason why? Well, uh, to know that they'll have uh, something to eat for lunch and dinner. Yeah, right. And, you know, it's it's one of those things where you get pizza no problem. And maybe for other folks, right, it's kind of a big treat. Yeah. Yeah. So that was your first taste of volunteering. And now you have decided that the bug has bitten you again and you are volunteering at this children's hospital. Please tell us, how has it been going? How many times have you volunteered now? Uh, about twice. Okay. And what have you been doing? I have been, um, uh, and, uh, uh, real quick, I'd like to say that I did not decide to do this. Okay. All right. Hold on. No, go ahead. That's, that's perfect. All right. So you did not decide to volunteer. This is a, a very important story. Tell everyone how this came to be in your life. Go ahead. Well, 
Now, uh, again, I didn't decide or want to do this. Okay, so then why are you doing it? Why? Because uh, you, because Dad, you and Mom made me right, do it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I wanted to see who you're who, who you're going to blame it on. Like, like you know, the communists showed up at the door and like they're making me do it. So, yes, uh, myself and Mom thought it'd be a good idea for you this summer, right? Because it's summertime in Arizona, which is kind of different, right? Because a lot of folks, um, like, you remember back when we lived in Michigan and Wisconsin, during the summer, you kind of run out and you want to do a lot of outdoor stuff, right? Yeah. But in Arizona, we don't do that because no. it's silly hot right now. Yeah. So, we figured since you're not obviously going to be outside too much... But you you do go outside. You were in our pool today, right? Yeah. Um, we wanted to give you like some kind of a structured activity because uh, you also you're 15, so it's not like you have a job or anything. No. Um, so we thought volunteering would be good, and we thought volunteering would be a good uh, kind of first step into what it's going to look like one day when you go to work. Right? Like you have a commitment, and you have to show up at a certain time, and um, you know. You have some responsibility. So that's the reason why me and mom thought it'd be good for you, right? It's a little bit of time not playing video games, not saying that's not okay, but we just thought that maybe you should get out there and get a little life experience. So does that explain it better to you? I don't think anything will. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Well, it, explain, it explains a little why. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So... You did not actively seek this out. This is not something you wanted to do. But me and mom basically said, hey, you're going to do it. And you have been a reluctant participant, right? Is that uh, a safe way to say it? Yeah. So as a reluctant participant, tell us, what have you been doing at your uh, time volunteering? I've uh, basically just been and like uh, uh, resetting the exhibits, like after the uh, after the kids all uh, already uh, like uh, play with them, like uh, so. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, the, some new kids can like experience the exhibits freshly. Okay, so like, there's little kids there, or I don't know, whatever ages. I mean, what age kids you think are there right now? Um, two to five. Okay, so young kids are there. They go to an exhibit. Um, what's one of the exhibits? Um, I never exactly got the name of, uh, okay. all right, well, we should learn that next time, right? Learn what the exhibits names are. So let's say that they go into the dinosaur exhibit and they go in there. There is no dinosaur. I know. I'm just making it up. Um, so say they, they go into there and, and they play and they mess it all up. You then come in and you kind of put it all together. So the next group that comes along can see it fresh from where it started. Yeah. Okay. You've been doing that now. How many times? Um, twice. Okay. Who are some of the folks that you're volunteering with? Do you know anyone's names? Um, I only know two of them. Okay. Lee and Rebecca. Okay, Lee, not bad. You have a good memory, so use that to your advantage. I'm telling you, Dylan. I have a terrible memory. I know you do. So I just, like, nickname people so I can identify them quickly. But you have a great memory. So memorize names. When you call people by... Their name, oh, it's a big connection. Mom will know this story, that Taylor Swift is really good at that. Where if she meets you one time, we have so many stories of friends in the radio business who are, you know, there's a lot. Okay. They'd meet Taylor Swift, and then they'd meet her again, like a year later, and she'd look at him and be like, oh, hi, Dylan, how are you? 
It's been a long time. And it was such a big connection. So trust me, memorize those names. Okay. Who are the, I know Dylan hates this stuff, right? <laughs> he hates when I just meet. But that, listen, this is what a podcast is. A Dylan podcast would last like four seconds. It's very, it's too short and to the point. <laughs> we, have to, we have to dance a little bit, okay? Will you relax? I don't have that short of an attention span. I, I don't blame you, right? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely like, there's no 15-year-old listening to our podcast, right? And we'll, well, again, I don't have that short of an attention span. See, the thing is, Dylan's generation, they would download the podcast, edit it to be like super tight and have all these cuts. And we'd have little catchphrases that we go back to. We don't do that. <laughs> of course you don't. We have stupid sound effects. I'm a fucking cowbell from South Bend, Indiana. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um. So what do you think, man? Like, you know, again, I get it. You're not like, you're not totally into it, but you'd rather be at home playing video games, but you are going, you don't mind. Um. What do you think? What's your overall impression so far after two, uh, two times? Uh, it's, uh, just fine. Just fine. Yeah. Okay. It's about what I expected. Okay, cool. So is that a positive thing or a negative thing? I'd say it's, uh, I don't exactly know. Well, a positive means a good thing. Yeah. Neg- I know that. I know. Yeah, I'm not so five years old. Do you think, well, I know, but I'm trying to make it here. Is it a good thing for you or a bad thing for it's, you? It's good. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get you to. <laughs> What's your favorite part? I don't have a favorite part. Which least favorite part? Don't have a least favorite either. You should have said it when it's over. It's the one thing you're going to learn one day when you go to work. What's the best part when it's over? Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming in and talking about it, man. Yeah. You think you'll ever volunteer again in the future next summer? I highly doubt it. Yeah, because you'll have a job next year. That's why. That is something I do not want to think about. Look out in and out, Burger. We got your next burger flipper coming look, look, at nineteen fifty an hour. Look, working at, at the In and Out is a, literally the embodiment of a, when a teacher will say, "Hey, don't come to me when you're a, when you're a janitor at McDonald's." That's you, literally the embodiment. Of no, that. it's not. That's a fantastic job for a young man such as yourself. That's what I think. Look, the, uh, <laughs> as far as I know, they don't even get paid enough. Nineteen bucks, right? Right, mom. We. But it starts at what? Sixteen fifty. Starts at sixteen fifty an hour. Man, Dunkin' Fries at sixteen fifty an hour. I'd be all in on that. All right, bro. I love you, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Right? You're welcome. All right, thank you. Sir. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.